Hey guys, it's Sim and this is Brustling Unlimited as it's Wednesday and you know what that means. It means tonight was AEW Dynamite. As far as tonight's AEW Dynamite does go, I thought it was an okay show. Actually, I thought it was better than okay. I thought it was pretty good, but they tried to cram a lot into this show. And it feels like they tried to cram a lot into this show because, well... They rushed things. They had to rush things because they didn't announce things for Forbidden Door well ahead of time. If you know what I mean. Like, going into tonight's show, we knew four things for Forbidden Door. Now coming out of tonight's show, we know... Let's pull up the tweet. I have everything listed on a tweet. Almost everything. Because we never got a graphic of... <clears throat> Uh, we never got a graphic of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bucks match. But now, I can't seem to let, get Twitter to load. There we go. So we so far know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. Eight matches for Forbidden Door. So we got four new matches announced tonight. Plus they announced stuff for Rampage, a bunch of stuff for Collision, which I'm still... Why couldn't they announce any of this last week? Even if it was just Swerving Tanahashi and Brody King and Andrade. Or Christian will address the TNT title. Come on. And then the main event is basically the same match we got last week. Like if we're just going to keep getting rehashed CM Punk FTR tag matches, who the hell's going to care about Collision? We go from... CM Punk and FTR against Bullet Club Gold and Samoa Joe to CM Punk, FTR, and Ricky Starks against Bullet Club Golden Guns. I don't care about that match at all. I will be watching this edition of Collision because it's the second episode and I'm going to give it time to see if it fades away like Rampage for me. But I'm not stoked really much for this episode for what was announced. I mean, we got that six-man or eight-man tag. We've got Swerve versus Tanahashi, which should be a pretty good match. We've got um, Andrade El Idolo against Brody King. Should be good as well. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Willow Nightingale. That eh, should be okay at best. And then Sting and Darby will announce who their PAG partner is going to be for Forbidden Door. And then Christian will address the TNT title. Like, most of that, I don't care about. I, 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 I just don't. I don't know how you guys feel as well. As far as everything that they announced for Collision, but oh boy, when you, when you go into week two and the lineup's not all that great, and your main event is basically the same match you did on your debut, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Come on, guys. But with that, we're not here to talk about Collision. We're here to talk about Dynamite. That did a bunch. There's a lot that happened on this show. We got stuff announced for Rampage. Nothing announced for next week's show because of the pay-per-view and so forth. But with that, I want to say thank you guys for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher. Excuse me, Spotify. Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that uh, donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one. 
of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, well, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games. They've announced a couple of new things with your Prime Gaming subscription, and it's so much more. Well, that's weird. More. So I'll go to the, the Twitch homepage, right? Because I'm going to read off some of the new things they announced with your Twitch Prime. And Amaranth is live on Twitch after saying, oh, I'm leaving for kick. Yo, okay, that lasted a whole one stream for her. Uh, you can get Prey for free right now if you have a Prime Gaming subscription. And I would totally do it for just that game. Prey is so good. Prey is a great Bethesda Softworks game. So good, so good, so good. You also get uh, Neverwinter Nights, the Enhanced Edition, another really good game. Top Hunter, Robbie, Roddy and Kathy. Yet Steam World Dig 2, another super fun game. The Super Spy, never seen that one. Over the Top Racing, good game. Soccer Brawl, Tandem, A Tale of Shadows, Mutant Nation, Mutation Nation, and so much more. Like, I'm still just scrolling on all these free games you can get with Prime Gaming. But what Prime Gaming also gives you is one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also, remember, you can head over to YouTube, hit that Join button, and become a channel member. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game like Dead Island 2, claiming the free games Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2, or getting into that new season of Fortnite. It's wild. It's got Optimus Prime. It's got Optimus Primal. You buying the Battle Pass? You buying Optimus Primal? Well, use this code right here, PWUNLIMITED at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Again, use code PWUNLIMITED at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. But as far as... AW Dynamite does go. The show kicked off with brothers versus brothers. The Hardys against the Guns. And I mean, I thought this match was okay, but this match wasn't even a match for a match. This match was only there to set up two different things. Somebody getting written off of television and, well, the collision main event. As far as the matches go, well, commentary talked about how this match was made to see who was the best brother tag team. McTalbert pointed out we have a lot of brother tag teams in this company, though, like the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, Top Flight, Russian Drillistico, and more. Jeff Hardy at one point uh, was launched early off Matt's back into the corner. Then he followed it up with a whisper in the wind on Austin. Colton blindsided Jeff. That allowed the guns to gain control moment, uh, momentarily until Matt got the hot tag. Austin was planted with a side effect and a twist of fate, but Colton saved his brother and put the f uh, foot on the top rope or on the rope. Austin missed a famouser, but Matt missed another twist of fate, allowing Colton to hit a spinning hook or spinning underhook suplex. Uh, Jeff then tagged back in and cleaned house with a double DDT and a double a double low leg drop. Jeff then sent Colton flying with a twist of fate. As he went to the top, Juice Robinson appeared and distracted the referee. 
Swiss Blade Jay White would then jump in and shove Jeff Hardy off the top rope, allowing Guns to hit the 310 to Yuma and steal the victory. So there we go. There we go. Guns help Bullet Club. Bullet Club now helps the Guns. After the match, White dropped Matt with the Blade Runner while Robinson dropped the, uh, Jeff with the left hand of God. Matt was about to suffer the same fate when Ricky Starks would run out to make the save, but was quickly outnumbered until FTR would run out to a huge ovation as well. The numbers, though, again were too much. The crowd charged chanting, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk, and out comes Punk, right as Bullet Club Gold and the guns bailed. Robinson, though, did suffer a GTS. Punk took the microphone and issued a challenge. He said next week on Collision, but really meant this Saturday on Collision. How about you four against us four? And so, there we go. There we go. The match was officially made later, uh, made and announced later on in the night. So then they said, we'll come back from the break. We're getting the concession stand brawl. Mark Briscoe versus Jeff Jarrett. And this was... Okay. I wouldn't call this great or anything. This is just there. As Caliber made sure to mention that the famous first concession sand brawl was Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, and Larry Latham against Wayne Ferris, both Briscoes, and uh, Larry. Oh, Jerry Lawler, Bill, and Bill Dundee taking on Larry Latham and Wayne Ferris. Both Briscoes and Jarrett were waiting for the match to begin when we came back from the break. Referee Paul Turner's like, are you ready? Are you ready, Mark Briscoe? And let the concession sand brawl commence. There we go. There we go. Before I talk about this, Mag Miller says, Matt and Jeff just disappeared out of nowhere. Well, we're supposed to think that Jeff got injured. The storyline we're going to be told is that Jeff is injured and off of television. Because Jeff ain't allowed in Canada. And the next couple of weeks, they're going to be in Canada. So Jeff can't work, so they wrote him off television. Now the Briscoes chucked hot dogs at Jarrett. Or Briscoe chucked hot dogs at Jarrett. After Jarrett was put through a table, slightly kind of, I guess you could say. His hair is covered in uh, mustard as well. Karen Jarrett then appeared and blinded Briscoe as one of the concessions attendants who was... Independent wrestler Blair Onyx helped Briscoe with some water in his eyes to clear it out. Briscoe then set up Jared on a table, climbed a ladder, and someone in a hoodie climbed the ladder and shoved Briscoe through the table. That person was Sanjay Dutt. Jared and Briscoe then brawled into the crowd during the commercial break as Jay Lethal popped up during that time as well. It's three on one, back from the break. We're in the ring as Lethal went to grab the ring attendant table, but awaiting... Papa Briscoe. He chokeslammed Lethal through the table. Papa Briscoe then cleaned house on Dutt and Jarrett until Karen hit a low blow. Mark fired off a redneck kung fu on Jeff, trying for a J-driller, but Satnam Singh appeared and laid out Mark with a chokeslam. Best friends Luch Bros and Christopher Daniels all then ran down to fend off Singh as Phoenix dropped him with a massive springboard splash. Penta cracked Jarrett with a super kick as Briscoe got a schoolboy victory pin. I thought the match itself was cute and fun. 
but just too much stuff happened. Too much going on, too much outside interference, especially when Jeff Jarrett was like on Rampage, hey, Mark, it's just you and me. I'm not bringing Lethal or Satnam or Sanjay or Karen, so you come yourself as well. Eh. This wasn't for me. I, I can see it being for a lot of different people. Like I can see people really enjoying this. It just wasn't for me. Backstage, the Blackpool Combat Club are with Don Callis and Konosuke Takeshita. John Moxley then goes on and issues an open ch- or a five-on-five challenge to the elite, as it will be John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Konosuke Takeshita, and well, Shota Umano. Moxley says that the Rainmaker will have a nightmare on Sunday thanks to the best wrestler in the world. Danielson said he challenged Okada to face him tonight face-to-face in the ring, but he doesn't believe Okada is even in the building. When they step in the ring, Danielson will prove Okada is nothing more than an amateur. If Okada doesn't answer the call, he'll prove he's an amateur and a coward. Now, as far as this match does go, Okada versus Danielson, I believe it's going on last because more than once, Excalibur referenced this as the main event, the main event, the main event. A video package highlighted the debut of Collision last week. And then we got Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. Against Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and A.R. Fox. There's a lot of chaos in this match. A lot of breaking down of six six guys just brawling and whatnot. But yeah, cool. This all set up another match for uh, Forbidden Door. Wait. Maybe there's not, hold on, there might be nine things actually announced for Forbidden Door. Let me go back to that tweet that I have, every, all the, the graphics. because There might not be a graphic for the, this, this Jericho match. Um, let me see, really fast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, two, three, four, five, six. So they gave us graphics for seven matches. They didn't give us graphics for the BCC versus the Elite and whatnot. And they didn't give us graphics for the six-man tag. So really, there's four, five, six, seven, nine matches in total announced for Forbidden Door. No, no. Oh, ten. Because we also didn't get a graphic for Athena versus Billy Starks in the Owen Cup, which I believe is going to be on the buy-in. So actually, we know of ten things so far. The crowd doing the Kaze Nanare chant during Suzuki's entrance will never get old. Excalibur asked Shivani if he ever thought he'd see Suzuki team with Jericho and Guevara. And I'm like, what? Huh? These, that's, did you not watch Forbidden Door last year? This was a team. They teamed last year. Moron. Like, literally. Eh, hold on. I forget who they faced. But they teamed up last year for Bidden Door 2022. They faced, it was, Minoru Suzuki and the Sex Gods against Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuta. There we go. Guevara and Andretti, Andretti had a lightning fast start to this match before Suzuki and Martin tagged in with Suzuki daring Martin to chop him. Suzuki just ate them and then dropped him with a violent forearm. Jericho and Suzuki double-teamed Martin briefly before the sex gods posed, and that popped the crowd. Fox jumped in and briefly had control 
of Jericho, who pulled referee Aubrey Edwards in front of him to gain control. Going into a commercial break. Fox then made the hot tag to Andretti, who fought off the man he upset in his AEW debut. As Jericho responded with some chops while Andretti wiped out Guevara with a dive and Jericho with a springboard attack. There's a shotgun dropkick that sent Jericho flying into the corner, but a missed split-legged moonsault landed Andretti. Andretti. I should know how to say this name. Andretti into Suzuki's clutches. Martin broke it up, and Suzuki dropped him with one shot. Match then broke down with back-and-forth high-flying action until Fox hit an inverted springboard somersault senton to the floor. Andretti, Andretti, I don't know why I keep saying Andretti, it's Andretti, like Mario and Marco and Michael, Andretti. Andretti nearly beat Jericho the same way he did before with the running shooting star, but Jericho escaped out of two. Match broke down, Suzuki planting Fox with a gotcha-style pile driver as Martin ran wild on Jericho, who blocked a dive into a nasty line tamer submission. And there we go. Jericho, Sammy, Suzuki, pick up the win. So, Axel Andretti's just a guy, right? Like, he's a nobody now. They tried to push a big, like, he beat Jericho. Oh, my God, he's a big star. And, yeah, the follow-up's been dismal, dismal, dismal. Post-match, Renee Paquette interviewed the winning team as she asked Jericho, about being face-to-face last week with Sting. Jericho ripped the microphone from her hands and called it a monumental moment in wrestling history. Everybody was excited, well, except Jericho, who called Sting a whore for showing up to whoever the highest bidder is at the time. Jericho issued a challenge to Sting and Darby and a partner of their choosing to face Les Suzuki gods at Forbidden Door. This would then lead to Sting and Darby coming out as Sting put his arm around Jericho and accepted the challenge. Allen said Jericho made a lot of enemies in a lot of places, and Jericho will find out who their partner will be on collision. And the crowd was just like, ooh, ooh. They did not want that. They wanted to know who the partner was there live. They wanted somebody to come out. They assumed it would be like a New Japan person. And Darby was like, well, you know, on collision, dropped the mic and walked off. And it's like, oh, buddy. No, that, no. I get it. You want to hype something up and have some big announcement and some big segment on Collision. But just announce it now. Just announce it now. Not the night before the pay-per-view. Then we got a just awful shitty segment. Tony Schiavone and RJ City are in the back with the bingo ball tumbler. They said, we got the Blind Eliminator Tournament coming up next week with the winning team of this tournament getting a shot at the tag titles. But we don't know yet who's in this tournament. The brackets will be revealed next week. We have to pick names to make the teams. The partners don't know who they're going to be yet. They then pulled one name. Oh, okay. Pulled another name. Oh, wow. And they didn't say anything else. It was like, brackets will be announced next week. And I'm just like, Okay, that could have been like Excalibur in 30 seconds on commentary. Just going, next week on AEW Dynamite, we will reveal the brackets and the teams for the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. So this stupid-ass segment, whatever. And it just gets dumber. So the leader backstage, this was a pre-tape. They were not there live in Chicago. They're backstage talking about the BCC's challenge from earlier in the night. Hangman Page said... 
that while the numbers don't look to be in their favor, they have friends all over since they can't have Kenny on their team. Kenny said, thankfully, a lot of people hate Don Callis and Kenoshte Takeshita. Eddie Kingston then walked into the shot. Eddie's like, hey, I hate Claudio. I hate you guys and don't respect you, but I hate Claudio worse, so I'll team with you guys. But we still need one more person. And, 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 don't, don't worry about picking that partner. I already got somebody. I'll go announce them later. What? Just say it now. Okay, say it later. Well, you're still getting fucking dressed. That was dumb. We'll talk about that later. But that, what, what, what? I'm not in shape. I gotta put a shirt on, so I'm gonna put the shirt on in the goddamn rain. Mother, idiot. Again, shit rushed. People not ready. Go to the ring. Like, that's what it seemed like. We'll talk about that later, because that was just a garbage fire. So, we got Adam Cole... MJF segment. Adam Cole came out to a great huge reaction from the crowd. He said he had to give his devil his due last week. While Cole didn't win, neither did MJF. And it was smart to not accept the five more minutes after a 30-minute draw. Cole called out MJF, who had a massive reaction from the crowd as well, as MJF told the mouth breathers to keep their mouths shut. MJF said Cole should thank him for bringing out the best in him last week. MJF said that Cole... Uh, he had Cole beat last week, so while Cole wants a rematch, eh, for his well-being and health, he doesn't have to, and he declines. Cole said that they could fight tonight when Tony Schiavone all of a sudden stands up and goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make an announcement. So we've got the Blind Eliminator Tournament coming up, and we pulled two names earlier tonight, and well, those two names are Adam Cole and MJF. And you guys will be teaming in the tournament. And then in just a stupid, stupid moment, at the same time, they were just like, shut up, Shivani. Whatever. I hate this shit. Two guys that right out hate each other, don't get along and this and that. Now they got a team together. Yeah, they're most likely winning. Maybe not the titles, but they're most likely, well, I don't care who the hell else is in this tournament, they're most likely winning the whole thing. Which then maybe leads to Cole getting his title shot. But yeah. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of the whole, well, these guys are feuding, so now we're going to make them a tag team. Now granted, MJF, or not MJF, MVP, Matt Hardy back in the day on SmackDown, that one was kind of entertaining. But all the other times that I've seen them do it, I just, I've never been a fan of it. All of a sudden, a Hiroshi Tanahashi video appears on the big screen. He talked about his challenge last week to MJF, who was going to reject the challenge again when Cole goaded him into doing it, accepting, saying, hey, you don't want them to be, think you're a coward. MJF then accepts the challenge as Cole pats him on the shoulder and says, good luck, partner. Whatever. We then get the announcement of the Owen Hart Cup brackets. I'm going to pull those up on the screen really quick. We got both the men's and the women's brackets revealed. First off, as far as the men's bracket does go. Let's pull that up right here. 
First off, in the first match of the tournament, this Sunday at Forbidden Door, it is CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. Then, on the June 29th edition of Collision, Roderick Strong will be taking on Samoa Joe. Next two matches also on that same June 29th Collision, Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. Now, if I'm going to play predictions here, if I'm going to fantasy book how I think this goes, Punk beats Kojima. Joe beats Strong. We get Joe versus Punk. Other side, Powerhouse beats Dustin. Ricky beats Juice via Powerhouse and Ricky. Now it gets difficult. It gets difficult. Punk was, or Joe was in the finals last year. You don't see him going to the finals again. Punk's in the finals. But is it Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs or Punk and Ricky Starks? I'm going to say Punk and Ricky Starks in the finals of the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Now as we look at the woman's bracket, pull that up here on the screen as well. Uh, this Friday on Rampage in the first match, it'll be Anna JAS versus Sky Blue. Then this Sunday, no, this Saturday on Collision, Nyla Rose versus Willow Nightingale. This Sunday on the Zero Hour for Forbidden Door, Athena versus Billy Starks. And then next Wednesday on Dynamite, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. This is a tougher one to predict. I think on the right side here, Willow beats Nyla. Athena beats Billy. Athena versus Willow. They probably put Willow in the finals. I would go Athena. I think they're going to go Willow. So we got the right side figured out. Left side is a little more difficult. Britt beats Ruby. Sky Blue beats Anna J. Then we got Babyface versus Babyface, though. But we can do that. That's fine. Brit versus Sky Blue. Brit beats Sky Blue to go to the finals again for the second year in a row. So then it's Brit and Willow, maybe? N mm. This is a tough one because I would also like it just to see Ruby beat Brit, Ruby then beat Sky Blue, and Ruby and Willow in the finals. I would like to see that as well. But then if I'm really going to pick who I want to win overall, give Athena the big win. So here we go. I'm just going to go with this. I don't know. I don't think this is going to be the way they do it. Britt beats Ruby. Sky Blue beats Anna J. Britt beats Sky Blue. Well, Willow beats Nyla. Athena beats Billy. Athena beats Willow. Finals. Britt, Athena. Athena wins. Boom. Your ROH Women's Champion is also the Owen Hart Cup winner. I don't know. I don't see her winning because she's already got a belt and a champion, but that's ROH, so I don't know. This is a tougher one to try and predict than the men. I will say that for sure. As we move forward, we had the NJPW TV champion, Zack Sabre Jr., and Daniel Garcia, against AW International Champion Orange Cassidy and the Ring of Honor Pure Champion Katsuri Shibata. Super fun. Great. 
tag match. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And all four of these guys, despite being tag partners tonight, are going to face off at Forbidden Door. The International Championship will be on the line for the second year in a row at this show in a four-way when Orange Cassidy defends against Zack Sabre Jr., Daniel Garcia, and Katsuyori Shibata. There was a nice opening back and forth grappling experience, uh, grappling sequence between Sabre and Shibata before Gar- uh, Garcia and Cassidy jumped in for a four-way face-off with Bryce Remsburg trying to get control going into a commercial break. Back from said break, Shibata and Sabre paired up and they went off against each other as Shibata worked the ankle and Sabre escaped into a cavi- uh, cravat. Sabre then blocked the Cobra twist with the flying octopus hold, but Shibata escaped, and then Garcia and Cassidy made the tag. And there's a dance. Kind of like, you know, they were going back and forth, going back and forth. They're popping the crowd and everything. Cassidy then fired off some offense with his hands in his pockets. Sabre tagged in and applauded the tricks, daring Cassidy to hit him, and Cassidy threw the little kicks. There's a series of switches by Cassidy, ended in a Sabre twisting neck breaker to gain control. Garcia and Sabre then kept Cassidy isolated as they went to another commercial break. Cassidy fought back with Stun Dog Millionaire on Sabre to make the hot tag to Shibata, who fired off kicks, forearms, and uppercuts. Sabre then went at the arm, allowing Garcia to pick up, uh, pick up the pieces and zero in on him. Shibata fired back with the good arm until Garcia mocked the Shibata pose and sat in the ring eating the little kicks by Cassidy and Shibata. Both men went wild with some forearms and dueling running drop kicks as uh, Sabre was taken out by a diving Cassidy while Garcia ate another corner drop kick from Shibata. Garcia rolled through on Shibata and sank in the Dragon Tamer, which Shibata countered into an arm breaker. Sabre then broke things up but ate a Cassidy spinning DDT. Shibata and Garcia no-sold some strikes until Garcia ducked the orange punch as Cassidy cracked Shibata by mistake. Garcia got a schoolboy and stole the victory. Garcia then held up the international championship, but Sabre grabbed it from him. Then Shibata grabbed it from him. And then they kind of played a little bit of tug of war with Cassidy and Shibata as they were announcing this match. Excalibur goes, as you see on the bottom of your screen, these four men will battle for the title. I'm like, no, there's nothing on the bottom of our screen. It's like the second or third time he referenced the graphic on the screen that did not play. So technical difficulties. Eventually, Cassidy ripped the belt from Shibata's hands and walked to the back. Then we got Alex Marvez in the back, and he's like, All right, so I've been here all day trying to get the biggest scoop, the biggest breaking news we can get. And he walks up to Will Ospreay, who's pulling a bag out of the back of of a car or an SUV for no rhyme or reason, because he's got no match tonight. I mean, he does on Rampage, which is also tonight, but whatever. He's like just getting there. He's on his own time. Marvez then asked Osprey uh, about disparaging Canadian fans ahead of Forbidden Door. And Osprey said that AEW will have to get security for him. Up with it, all of a sudden, walked Don Callis. He's like, Yeah, I'm Canadian too. And I hate going to Canada. I got my own security. And hey, you know what? I'll let you use it. Osprey asked, What's in it for Callis? He said, I just want to see you beat Kenny Omega. And get the three. Well, it sounds like Don might be interfering. I hope not. But it sounds like Don might try to get involved. Or maybe his security. Whoever that is. Then they get a video package. 
hyping up the AEW Women's Championship match that will be taking place at Forbidden Door as Tony Storm is going to defend against the NJPW Strong Women's Champion Willow Nightingale. Now, here's my question. I wonder if this match originally was supposed to be Tony Storm versus Mercedes. If Mercedes had won that Women's Championship, that Strong Women's title, we'll never know. Actually, we could know, but we won't. We don't know. We then had Chris Statlander versus Taya Valkyrie. This match was really good. I thought these two women worked so good together. One of the better women's matches we've seen in AEW in a while. And, and the crowd really liked it as well. Statlander mowed down Valkyrie with a shoulder tackle and some corner chops early on. But Statlander charged at her. And Valkyrie just slapped the taste right out of her mouth. Both ladies traded more chops until Valkyrie put together a series of kicks. Only to get low bridged to the floor by Statlander. A standing shooting star from the apron by Statlander led to, you know, Valkyrie trying to take too long to get back into the ring. And then she ate a shotgun dropkick to the floor that put Valkyrie in control during a commercial break. Both ladies connected with high kicks after the break at the same time in a double down spot. Statlander fought back with a running corner knee and spinning fisherman driver for a two. Valkyrie countered Statlander's finish with a double arm underhook driver for a two of her own as Statlander avoided a curb stomp with a huge spear. Statlander then missed a clothesline, and Valkyrie hit a spear of her own, following it, up, following it up with a German, and Statlander was hung up in the ropes. Valkyrie went to the top, but Statlander cut her off with the superplex. Statlander connected with the Wednesday, never, Wednesday Night Fever and picked up the victory. A couple of things here. This match is really good. I thought these two women worked well together, but this is now, with two different opponents, of course, the third TBS title match that Taya has lost. She's not in this picture for a while, I would assume, right? Right. Then we got Eddie Kingston out here looking like he just woke up from a nap and was just randomly told, hey, where the hell you been? You need to be in the ring. So they're like, Eddie Kingston's making his way into the ring and he's sliding into the ring at the last fucking second. And he's got a t-shirt in his hand. He goes, hold on, hold on. I got to put a shirt on. I just recently had surgery. I don't look too good. And I just ate some ice cream. And he puts his shirt on or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? And Kingston's like, uh, there are a lot of things going on that I don't agree with. Including someone who thought he was a homeboy. But despite not liking the Bucks, I hate Claudio way more. And John, if you're going to team with Claudio, then I can't be buds with you right now. All of a sudden, he just stops talking, and here comes Moxley. Like, no music. No, How do you know Moxley was coming through the crowd? Like they're rushing this shit. Moxley gets in the ring and says that he's drawing a, that uh, Eddie's drawled, drawn a line before Forbidden Door, which Eddie goes, ah, uh-uh, you drew the line, teaming with that scumbag. Which, I don't know their Chikara history. Why do they hate each other so much, or why does Eddie hate Claudio so much, I, again, I don't know their Chikara history, but that's where it all stems from. Kingston fired up and wanted Moxley to say something. But instead, Moxley handed him the microphone back, and Kingston's just like, all right, yeah, whatever. My uh, my partner, our fifth man, it's Ishii. And he's just like, okay. And there's three minutes left in this show when Ishii comes down to the ring as Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Castagnoli attack both Kingston and Ishii. Also, as Eddie was getting in the ring, he was like, I told the elite I don't like them, so they left. So they ain't here. 
They said I said I don't like them, and they took person took it personally and walked out. So basically, he's like saying they were here, but they left. We're gonna play dumb, or we're gonna make you. We're gonna, we're gonna play like you don't really know. Yeah, they were never fucking there. They filmed all that last week. Anyways, anyways, Danielson then takes the mic and said, "Where's Okada? He's not in this ring. That means he's not showing up. You know what? If he's not gonna show up." I'm going to stomp Ishii's face in. Okada's music plays. The coins are dropping. And the crowd goes wild. Okada runs out to the ring and has a face-off with Brian Danielson. Once again, Excalibur references this as our Forbidden Door main event. Yuta then attacks Okada from behind as Danielson tells him, Stand him up. Stand him up. He's going to go for the uh, Busaku knee. But Okada ducks and Danielson hits Yuta. Okada nearly hit a Rainmaker on Danielson, but Danielson quickly bailed. This then left Yuta in the ring with the Okada ball by himself, and Okada hit him with a Rainmaker. Okada then stares down Danielson, who's up on the ramp, and that's how the show goes off the air. Chaos at the end of the show for the second week in a row. A bunch, and I'm not talking about chaos in the form of Okada, who is in chaos, but I mean just like a bunch of shit, and everyone just... So, yeah. A bunch of stuff happening. Also, a bunch of stuff was announced for Rampage, Collision, and Forbidden Door. As far as Rampage does go this Friday, which is being filmed tonight. Will Ospreay, Kyle Fletcher, Jeff Cobb, and randomly Swerve Strickland. I don't know where that fits in. We'll be taking on Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Yo. For the first time ever, MJF will appear on Rampage. They claimed in daddy ass, there'll be an action. We'll hear from Adam Cole. Jungle Boy Jack Perry will be taking on Doki. Now, the reason this match is happening is because it's kind of like a warm-up match for Jungle Boy before he faces Sonata, Sonata, Doki, both in that those five guys group or whatever it's called. And in the first round, in the first match, actually, of the Women's Owen Hard Cup Tournament, Anna JAS against Sky Blue. As far as Collision does go, in the main event of Collision this week, it'll be CM Punk and the AEW Tag Team Champions FTR teaming with Ricky Starks to take on Blood Club Gold and the Guns. Hiroshi Tanahashi will be in action when he takes on Swerve Strickland. Christian Cage will address the TNT Championship. We will learn who the third man is, the partner of Sting and Darby Allin at Forbidden Door. Brody King will take on Andrade Alidolo and Night- Willow Nightingale will take on Nyla Rose in the first round match of the Owen Hart Cup Tournament on the women's side. As far as AEW Cross New Japan Forbidden Door, in the main event, it's Brian Danielson against Kajuchika Okada. With the IWGP United States uh, Championship on the line, Kenny Omega will be defending against Will Ospreay. With the AEW World Championship on the line, MJF will be defending against Hiroshi Tanahashi. With the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship on the line, Sonata will be defending against Jungle Boy Jack Perry. With the AEW Women's World Championship on the line, Tony Storm will be defending against the NJPW Strong Women's Champion Willow Nightingale. In a first-round match in the Owen Hart Cup Tournament on the men's side, it's CM Punk versus Katsuyori Shibata. No, versus Satoshi Kojima. In an eight-man tag team match, it'll be John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Willa Yuta, Kanosuke Takeshita, and Shota Umino. Taking on the team of Adam Hangman Page, the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii. Actually, it's a ten-man tag. Sting, Darby Allin, and a mystery partner will take on the team of Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. In a fatal four-way match for the AW International Championship, Orange Cassidy will be defending as Zack Sabre Jr., Katsuyori Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. And finally, in the Zero Hour, in the Owen Hart Cup Tournament, well, it's Athena, the ROH Women's Champion, against Billy Starks. So there we go, 
everything announced for the next three shows for AEW. With that, guys, that's all we got. That's all we got. I don't know why the poll never played, never went on YouTube. So we're just going to go to the YouTube community and the Twitch poll or the Twitter poll. For some reason, the live polls did not go. As far as the Twitch poll does go. 63% liked Dynamite. 20% thought it was just all right. And 16% didn't like it. As far as the YouTube community poll does go. Yeah, still refreshing for some reason. Taking quite a minute. Uh, basically the same. 65% liked the show. 22% thought it was just all right. And 13% did not like it. With that, guys, that's everything we got for you here tonight. We got Friday. We'll do the wrestling wrap-up. Then we got SmackDown on Friday night. Then we got Collision on Saturday night. Then we got Forbidden Door Sunday night. And we got the wrap-up again Monday morning, Monday night, Raw on Monday so from Friday to Monday, we got four days of live content coming to you podcast style right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. With that, guys, thanks for joining us here tonight. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. With that, guys, have a good one, and I'll see you next time.